0: We've come to the end i guess how do we close out you know we close out by reflecting on three plus months of work um what have we learned what didn't we learn what has stayed the same um what has shifted but then we also end by talking about one of my favorite video works by one of my favorite artists so that's me good to go great notes to end things on so paida um To start the reflection off one of the prompts in episode four was the idea of making new worlds within the void right so what do you think the void looks like now at the end of the season?
1: I think maybe the void that I'm leaning into is more just not holding these concepts as the truth and only truth yeah Yeah. so maybe the void that I mean, the void that I'm leaping into is sort of being not holding these two concepts as the only ways of being, like existentialism and Ubuntu. Yeah, it's an open, em- open empty space that I'm not bringing any strong ideologies into. Right. That is just open and whatever may be, maybe.
0: And that's okay. <laughs> well that's a beautiful headspace to be in um I'm I'm feeling less void like and just kind of more um um imagine that feeling when you get to the top of whatever hill you are hiking up and you were going up that hill and you're like yo this is work I am tired whose idea was it to get up at 5 a.m and do this hike did I carry enough water Mm -hmm. My thighs are going to hurt me in the morning. You know, that feeling as you're going up and you get to the top Mm -hmm. and you see the view and you're like, man, like this was actually freaking worth it. This is beautiful. Um, I hope I forget this pain enough to enjoy this view. That's that's where I'm at as we come to the end of this season experience in relation to Mm -hmm. all of these kind of ideas and thoughts we've tackled. It's like, you know, we made it. We got there in the end. Imagine... Kamala Harris we made it Joe we did it (laughs) that's my energy right now
1: we did it Joe we did did it it. oh my gosh yes what's so funny like yesterday on my google wall um there was a text that came up about Albert Albert Tammuz who we initially started talking about at the beginning of the podcast and his whole take on existentialism so I was just reading it and like Again in like his whole kind of philosophy it was very much focused on the individual like the way that the individual experiences life as absurd and coming from a place of like a single single existence and I think I think to kind of place that idea next to Ubuntu was really interesting in the season um, because, they are, they seem like opposite ideas, and I think in some ways they are, Um, but obviously Ubuntu is about the community, and how do you relate to other people, how do you sort of, how do you make meaning through, how do you make meaning of your life through other people, and yeah, I mean, this is like another contradiction that was just interesting to bring together, so So maybe this is why it's interesting to also think about spirituality, like we had that conversation with Maniaku and Michael, I mean, yeah, Maniaku and Michael, and mm. sort of what they were saying about being able to reach other worlds and being extremely imaginative. And maybe there's an interesting thing in those kinds of spaces that allow for those kind of mind leaps to happen.
0: It's, it's almost, I guess, like this idea of, of a freedom that exists outside of time in that way. You know what I mean? Because like if I'm thinking yeah. about Manyaku's work, um it's very much this confluence of the past and the present, you know, made to redefine ideas of identity and to recontextualize history and to reaffirm um, you know, lineage and ancestry. And so it's okay. like it's 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 kind of, yeah, like this whole making of worlds as we as we called it at that time in that episode is about saying we can make space to exist outside of the constraints of our histories or the expectation of how we situate ourselves. So yeah, I think, yeah, that yeah. episode definitely touched on that from like that, that spiritual space, right? Of like in, intuiting things and also leaning on your community in a way. Another thing that we talked about was we talked about politics or more specifically the ways in which artists reflect on politics in their practice. I think politics or the idea of of politicking is rooted in ideology and hope and the everyman, but the reality of politics and politicking feels very much a singular thing, right? Not community mm-hmm. building in a way.
1: Another way to think of politics, especially maybe the politics of Black women. Um, I guess, in South Africa and African the Diaspora, it was really through the work of Sinteni Mahasela and Stembelem Sazane, who Mm -hmm. are really interested in uncovering the archive and looking at Black feminisms. And it has its own kind of politics. But even within there, the way that they are exploring it, um, they explore sort of individual figures black women in history real and imagined but they also understand that it is for a collective um like it is to benefit the collective
0: yeah almost for like a collective healing or a collective what's what i'm looking for reckoning yes thank you
1: because also at the one hand if we just go back to the previous point about what it is to be in the present and not have a sort of not think through history have, as a past then where does work like that sit because they reach this next contradiction because this kind of work like Senzani Mahasela and Senbiliam Senzani's work is really important in terms of digging through that archive and making it known and present yeah and so and that kind of that kind of work informs our present in a different way so it is that political engagement is there in their work and it's present consistently but then if you if you if you're saying that is it possible for us to exist without history then where does that kind of work go or sit
0: yeah that's a good point actually um a conversation in episode seven made me think of a film recently remember that movie the M. Night Shyamalan movie The Happening where yeah. I mean, it was one of his worst films easy where the plants killed yes where the plants were killing the humans because it was like mother nature going okay the same way there's culling for all these other animals livestock etc mother nature Mm -hmm. had had enough and decided there's too many of you guys and you're doing the most so the plants are going to release this toxin and it's going to just finish you off or like finish Mm -hmm. off enough of you to kind of recreate the balance yeah you know and so i don't know was M Night Shyamalan onto something, or was he not?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also complex and complex, and I think there really are no answers. And I hope that we sort of through the season just try to touch on the various ways that people are approaching this and thinking through all of these concepts, mm. um, maybe in more fluid ways, maybe in more sort of directly addressing things. Um,
0: but yeah, it's all very complex. So love is the message. The message is death. Um, I rewatched watched it again today. But obviously a YouTube version. But <laughs> does, does not do it justice. Um, and that was the conclusion of my two days of being deeply steeped in, in Blackness.
1: I think it's such a great title love is the message, the message is death. I like the putting together those two things, love and death, Yeah, as if they are separate, but I don't think they are necessarily separate, um, especially through the lens of what the film is about. And it's about, I mean, it's about all the different manifestations of black blackness, black joy, black death, black love, black movement black traditions, culture, diaspora, everything. And I love how these contradictions and blackness come together in this
0: film. Um, Yeah. It's so interesting to see the diasporic or the the African-American experience of blackness in the way that it's being presented, you know, through all these different clips and sounds and Cutaways and archive and social media. And it was, it was like this perfect kind of like amalgamation of all these things, exactly as you just said. Um, And kind of just really showing us we are so complex, but it's, there's so much love in that complexity. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, it's just, it's just like, it's an affirmation of just like how dope it is to be Black. And how, like, it's a thing to be in love with. There's that clip that you shared, that Lauren Hill clip. She says that real love is hard, right? And I don't, I don't know if that's true. You know, I think that's another debatable podcast episode. But it's this idea that, like, you love something even when it's difficult. And I think that's the Black experience. It's like it's difficult to be in these bodies and to experience the world in the way that we do. But you wouldn't want to be anything else, you know? And I feel like that's something that the the piece really does reflect is those highs and those lows, but the way that they're juxtaposed with each other, it kind of just reminds you that like, even through pain, even through these things, you know, we still find these moments of lightness, of joy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just want to touch on that quote because yes, real love is hard through all of these things you just said and real love is hard. And I wonder if, I think in that question was talking about romantic love but I think for me in Arthur Jaffer's film I find that it more interrogates the idea of self-love like real internal Mm. self-love and how does that manifest in black people as individuals and collectively and that shit is hard that is hard love because I think because of all the things that this film says all of the difficulty in loving blackness blackness as a physical body as a concept as a philosophy that for all intents and purposes was created through the lens of being for it to be a negative entity and so I think when with through this film like Arthur Jaffer I don't know he's sort of is putting back that that self-love and I wonder like I mean yeah I mean how does self-love manifest in blackness Mm -hmm. black people
0: it it makes me think then of like Kanye an ultralight beam right like when you were talking that's like literally what I thought about and like just like the lyrics of that you know like I'm trying to keep my faith but I'm looking for more somewhere I can feel safe and end my holy war it's this bigger mm-hmm. conversation, right? It's it goes beyond our bodies, but like what you were saying about self love, but like loving of, of not just the physical being, but the spirit, the soul, like reaching back to our ancestors, like this ethereal love.
1: Yeah, that's so deep. Um,
0: I mean, isn't that? I, I don't know. I don't know, girl. I don't oh, know. No,
1: I feel like. <laughs>
0: because one thing I'll say I noticed sorry like when watching love is a message is there's a lot of these scenes that to me felt very rapturous right and I always like yeah around with like rapture and rupture as words like I really enjoy playing with those words because I feel like to exist the way we do is to always like rupture something is to rupture the idea of how we need to be presented a certain way how we need to like you know walk a certain line and I think artists in their work, especially when it comes to this idea of Black identity or how we are seen or how we see ourselves, we're living in a time when we are creating a rupture against that expectation. And there's something very freeing about that, which then leads me to thinking about rapture and how there's so many visuals of people falling or the church or or just kind of like these fainting moments. And, and, I, and I'm always fascinated by how as Black people we're constantly thinking from a faith space or an otherworldly space of being you know enraptured or taken somewhere or elevating ourselves beyond the circumstance that we're in and and I felt that through the film like this you know and of course Kanye West kind of um cements that feeling but that that whole kind of rapture feeling of we are so much more than this and we are bigger than this some kind of came across for me
1: okay so you were talking about the rapture, right, as the rapture is the idea of falling, fainting, and faith as sort of these moments that are supposed to open up a new space of existence, new worlds, new places, and potentially places where we are in a better position or we are free basically, where Black people are just free. Because that, to me, that is what rapture and rupture kind of allude to. And I'm wondering why does this current world, this current existence, why is that not possible in this existence? Why do we continue to imagine it in another space? And that space is usually the after death, after the rapture or the rupture. Mm
0: absolutely I hear you and you're touching on something I was completely thinking about like when thinking about spirituality you know the the device that is mm-hmm. when we die we will get to that next place so I think you're asking a very pertinent question of like wh- why is that space? why that here?
1: yeah yeah
0: wow. yeah yeah God, I don't know but but here's <laughs> but here's what I'm going to say then like as as some form of of response, maybe. Not an answer, but some form of response. I think that's why, at least in the form of the arts, I think that's why we try to exist outside of time. And by that, I mean, there's a lot of reflecting on the archive. There's a lot of reflecting on the past, be it past imagery, be it past sounds, be it you know past ideas of identity. And we're trying to reckon with those things in the now to, to shape something new. Right. And so maybe we are trying to find it in the now, but somehow we do it by looking back, I guess. But that's a double-edged sword, I also believe. So I don't have an answer, but I but I think that's maybe that's why films like this are like this weird portal. Right. Like maybe because I think I've said this to you before about how I think Arthur Jaffe as a time traveler or is really interested mm-hmm. in time travel at the very least. Um, is this idea that it's like maybe by moving through different Points in time is where we find those moments of bliss, those moments of rapture. Maybe that's what that is. Maybe by splicing together all these different moments, he's making that space for us in the here and now, at least for seven minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can see how the film definitely, how he's a time traveler and how the film definitely acts as a portal and how film is a really good medium for him to explore this theme because I think the film that he made sort of suggests a very non-linear space as well, especially when I think of the fact that a lot of the clips are from social media and they exist on the internet. And when we look at them, they sort of, it's like we're going back in time. It could be back in time 20 years ago, 100 years ago, 10 days ago, five minutes ago, but it sort of is that for me. It's sort of. Um, at least to that notion of time traveling and the film as a portal. And I think maybe the future which exists within within the film is sort of innuendoed through the kind of aspirational hope that comes throughout the film. And also just to kind of go back to this idea of rapture as well that comes up that we talked about.
0: And I think that's what a lot of people are exploring. Or trying to kind of reckon with is, you know, in, in this, in this pandemic that we live in. Um, <laughs> we're kind of being forced to like reckon with existing in, in these different ways, in these different forms, especially in the digital age. Where like you're saying everything like is on social media, you just find things on the internet. You find the past, you find the present, you find like the potential of the future. Um, mm. Yeah. So we thought that a fitting way to end the season would be to put together our own sonic collage that reflects our conversations over the season and becomes our opportunity to exist outside of a fixed sense of time. (laughs)
1: It is what it is. Blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with
0: uh, uh, um, black culture. The, the object of, of black studies is to critique the Western civilization. The aim of black studies is blackness.
1: Boom, bam, bop, bada bop, boom, pow.
0: What I find to be black privilege is watching everyone else hate from outside of the club and they can't get in. Like, to me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. How
1: dark and lovely.
0: I am black, young baby. And what else?
1: I think what I hope to do all the time is to be so completely myself that my audiences and even people who meet me are confronted they're confronted with what I am inside and out as honest as I can be and this way they have to see things about themselves immediately hey black chow do you know who you are who you really are do you know you can be what you want to be if you try to be what you can be She's giving me candomblé. She's giving me your rubas. She's giving me self with an F. I know life gets in the way. And sometimes you forget who you are. But that's why you have me. I've been here, I ain't going nowhere. I'm always going to be here to remind you how fearless, capable, gracious, amazing, spectacular, unique, fierce fire
0: you are. Surround yourself with somebody who is as happy for your happiness. As you are for your happiness don't let life
1: fuck you up it's yours it's yours to drive so tell us what's your dream job it is not possible for an artist to be a
0: success hmm. no then
1: would just say that again
0: i said it is not possible for an artist to be a success Everyday slaving, everyday labor. So I spoke to my ancestors and they don't like how I'm being treated here. So until I'm fairly compensated for having to exist, I will be doing the bare minimum.
1: Darling, I've told you several times before I have no dream job. I do not dream of labor.
0: I've worked for 15 minutes. I'm resting. <laughs> I'm not a machine. <laughs> really just grinding on the daily. Here's the first of the month. Insurance do, do, everything do. name one thing that you don't do that a lot of other people do give a fuck like where are y'all getting all these
1: fucks from I have zero y'all y'all give y'all got too many <laughs>
0: just as upset as anyone about the homogenization of cultures under the name of white supremacy. White supremacy only exists and thrives if it's able to grow. One thing I want to assure them, if they think I'm gonna change or compromise my attitude in my way of life or in my expression or in my goal, towards politics? They're making me stronger. And I'm much more stronger now. Compromise?
1: What is compromising? Compromising for what? (laughs) Stupid. I'll tell you what freedom is to me no fear.
0: What is freedom?
1: Freedom is black
0: power. Black people have a level of sense, style, swag, splah, that just cannot be replicated. Truth lies in our myths, uh, in our songs, that's where the seeds are. God told me to remind you right
1: now to keep the faith, hold steady to your convictions, and to trust Him.
0: You know, love is, is an incredible thing, and we don't know love like we should.
1: Like I love women, I am only emotionally attracted to women. But feminine men,
0: fucking rail me.
1: I find it extra suspicious that straight men are the only people that know what is gay and what isn't. Talk about that's gay, this is gay, that's gay. Now stop that's gay. How do you know?
0: How do you know? Quam, 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 Breaking news, you are gay. Need to know where the parts? that's all i need to
1: know where well, the post yeah. there's no
0: pause because
1: i tell i made the things that it cannot make that post to be done you see me original vegan girl we back in building me i eat our vegan food my pussy has fresh
0: i woke up and i like myself today so your like is extra my my job is to like me first but that real love that love that sometimes is difficult <laughs> difficult to have that's that love Like, I wish, I wish this could be for real. The Conqueror writes history. They came, they conquered, and they wrote. Now you don't expect people who came to invade us to write the truth about us. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. 10 years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon.
1: But when I have an ego, I'm a bitch, so I'll be that. You walk around this game with the biggest ego, you can't
0: tell But when I stand up for myself, no, no. Panamaticism is in the minds of everybody now, subconsciously. Everybody knows they have to be Africans now. If you say, I got black friends, and you can't empathize with what the plight that they're going through right now, you don't have black friends, you know black people. So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything.
1: Land in South Africa is stolen property. 1652 arrival of Jan van Riebeeck and his men and uh, the mayhem that they caused throughout our country, all of it was about taking land, by force.
0: And it really is strong litigation and a strong precedent that indicates that the informal rights that people hold to land are strong rights and must be protected and acknowledged. Hey, Queen, girl, you have done it again. You have made it through another day, despite all the challenges that come your way on a regular basis. And you look good doing it too. I am a feminist.
1: A feminist is just somebody, not necessarily a woman, who believes in the potential of women to get to the highest possible level of development. The sun will shine on me someday. The clouds will break tomorrow. I've put
0: a step forward. No more fears, no more tears. This morning, I gave a lift to two women, for example, when I was going into town, you know. They tried to give me money. And I said, no, there's no money for that. I'm giving a lift because transport is difficult. They were almost in tears.
1: So from there on,
0: I went on to look into the issues of sex working and why people say they are prostitutes, and I call them sex workers, because they are actually working for their families. All oh, it's to God. You owe it to yourself, you owe it to your society to contribute your quota for the betterment of mankind. The Earth is having an increasingly harder time sustaining itself under the weight of Western civilization. street by the corner store you know the one 15 got a bright shirt on so i'm easy to see girl earth
1: is so ghetto tell me why i drove past on my way to pluto and i was like you know what let me stop through there and abduct a few motherfuckers um but i couldn't because wasn't nobody on the streets so they got some shit going around called covid 19. we are
0: guests on this planet we've been invited here by whatever divine forces we are guests
1: the essence of our world right now is um, uh, transitioning. We're moving from one thing
0: slowly into another. Because for me, being a storyteller has always been part of our tradition. There are mental revolutions, there are social revolutions, there are cultural revolutions. And by revolutions, I don't mean the upturning, overturning of society. I just simply mean
1: the turning over of the mind so that we see what we're
0: capable of being anew. I know you mad. you mad, ain't you, you man. Okay, guys, um, here we are at the end of a very lovely season. Thank you so much for sticking through it with us. A Special thank you to our guests, Tafad Zotega, Manyaku Mashilo, Michael Jacobs, Profilo Ngomo, Senzeli Marasela, Stembilim Sezane and Lauren Van Gogh. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out to be in our episodes and have these lovely conversations with us.
1: Yes, I second that notion for, for sure. Thank you to everyone who shared a voice note in episode nine, part one and two. And a huge, huge thank you to the Art Meets team who are also on the episodes, from whose advice and feedback went into making this a really wonderful first season of Art Meets
0: a podcast. Thanks guys. Um, a special thank you to Pyda for being the bestest co-host ever. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And thank you to
1: Precious, who is the bestest, the most brilliant, the most fantabulous host yes, I am. ever yes she is own it girl own
0: it we all are we're all really fantabulous (laughs) and amazing it's all love all right guys uh catch you on the internets bye catch
1: you on the internets bye